Thank you for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Our hope is that as you listen, you would be encouraged, challenged, and maybe even have some laughs with us. So sit back and get ready for Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Hey, welcome back to the podcast with... Uh, Boop. <laughs> my name's Matt. <laughs> I'm Carrie. And this is Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. You know, you, I, I love how I opened that up. I said, the podcast. Like, the this podcast. is the podcast that you the. listen to. Like, the. The one. Anyway, you know, hey, listen, (laughs) a guy can dream, okay? A guy can dream. Babe, yeah, what's going on with you today? What do you mean? Uh, You just look really pretty. Thank you so much. You know what it is? I put more eyeliner on the bottom of my uh, eyes. Talk to me about that. Like, what is that? I I I don't don't know. I just thought I'd try it out. So, okay. So on the top and the bottom. So you don't normally put it on the bottom? Not this much. And you know what it is. Here's what it is, okay, really. Okay, tell me. Because Lila Jane is at a new school this year, and she doesn't have to be there till 9. So I actually have time to get ready in the morning. And the big kids drive themselves to school. Oh, my Whoa. gosh. Let's give a high five Oh, on my that. gosh. When your kid gets his license, you might think you'll be nervous. You're not. You're just so thankful Mm-mm. that you don't have to drive them around anymore. Yes, Lord. It's fantastic. Mm. It is fantastic. Fantastic. So good. Yeah. I love it. So good. Well, I love the new eyeliner. Thanks, babe. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to guess that that's what I also love our new podcast setup where we are across the table from one another looking into each other's eyes. Ooh, longingly. (laughs) No? You guys. Okay. Anyways. Let's hop right in. Okay. Let's do it. We don't need a mishap like last time. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) If you if you're back after Last episode and oh given a little bit goodness. too much of the TMI. celebratory information. Breakfast. All right. <laughs> Bre- what? Breakfast. The celebratory what? breakfast. The, all the kids are back. The in celebratory okay. breakfast plus. Uh, <laughs> 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 then, uh, then we we just really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Uh, appreciate you. Also, sorry, with mom. Our, our, oh gosh. <laughs> oh man, I just just in case my mom. You know heard. what? Our moms are probably the only ones that listen to this. That's probably true. <laughs> All right. Thank you, mom. I'll try to be more appropriate from here on out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, hey, we're jumping back into we uh, talking about the three steps of being really intentional in uh, in your parenting. The we what we believe are kind of some of those foundational pieces that need to be in place as you and your your spouse, significant other, whatever, are aiming to raise your kids. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, you're well, gonna I was going to say a couple things that we hit on um, kind of to preface it was the most important thing is that you and your spouse or partner are on the same page in your parenting so that you're even if you're divorced, you know, as much as you can be on the same page right. and, and work for reconciliation that way yeah, so and, that you're doing things together. So kind of what we're talking about is, you know, that idea of, you know, obviously we know that not everybody has the the picturesque family, you know, and even those that seemingly are aren't. Right. Um, I grew up I grew up in a single parent household, and so I totally understand. But but really, what we're talking about is the idea of knowing that your 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 spouse or your partner, your uh, your boyfriend girlfriend um, that's coming into the picture, maybe or um, 
step parent, yeah. you guys can get on the same page and you really need to be able to communicate that when it comes to raising kids. Yeah. Uh, and we kicked off last week talking about, or last episode, talking about um, communicating uh, intentionally, intentionally communicating. And so we talked through that. Uh, we're not going to hit it again because you can go back and listen to episode number seven. This is episode number eight, and we're going to finish with the next two things that we think are vitally important for you to be intentional with in your parenting. Babe, what is the second one? Number two. Number two is intentionally discipline. Dun, dun, dun. Which is tough because it takes work. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. To discipline your kids. It is. And I think when a lot of people think about discipline, they go immediately to physical discipline. Mm -hmm. And so we either rule it in or we rule it out right away because we have this picture of, um, you know, like... The, the, the parent that was over the top mm-hmm. in their in their discipline physically. Like right. we know a lot of people personally, we know a lot of people that say, you know what, we don't physically discipline because I was over overly physically disciplined. Right. Okay. And and I just want to tell you, while Carrie and I chose to physically discipline as in spanking, the mm-hmm. for, form of spanking on the bottom. And when they were really young, we did we did uh, swat the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, we did choose to do that. Listen, the choice is yours, and and we want and we want you to know that. Obviously, the choice is yours. We just know what worked for us, right? Um, but we don't think it worked for us just because that's the only thing that worked. We ultimately believe that the reason uh, physical discipline or spanking worked for us was because of the follow through, right? And so, so really, that's what we want to talk about is the fact that it doesn't matter um, if you, you know, physically spank, if you do timeouts, if you do... If you take uh, things away. Yeah. You know, soap in the mouth or, um, you know... Grounding. Yeah. Anything. You know, make... Uh, I don't know. Whatever. whatever works for you. Whatever what? works for you. Whatever you and your spouse, whatever your right. co-parent decide on... That's the most important thing that you're on the same and page. And there's got to be follow through. Yeah. There's got to be follow through. When you say no, it has to actually mean no. Yeah. When you yeah. put a rule in place, when you put an expectation or a boundary in place, you have to stick to it and not cave because it's hard. Every time you create a work. boundary, it's going to create work. Every time you implement a rule, it's going to take work. And so it's going to be difficult. And your kids, because they are so amazing, they're going to push the limits and they're going to push the boundaries. But it's our responsibility as parents to work in a way that is going to teach them to live within the boundaries that we're creating for the life. So we we like to say this, that, that, that we believe... Um, boundaries create blessing. And a lot of times we don't think that way. We think that, that boundaries are bad or they're heavy handed or they're, they're difficult. But I mean, think about driving down the road. Think if there were no boundaries. Think if there were no lines on the road, painted boundaries on the road, letting you know, hey, this is your lane where you need to stay. I mean, we would have Chaos on our hands. Which is a lot of what parents have right now. It's what a lot of families look like is chaos because there's no boundaries that have been implemented. And I think those boundaries, they're hard to um, 
follow through on because it takes the work, it takes the effort, and your kids might be mad at you. But here's the thing is that when, our, when we have a, a proper um, order in our homes where the kids don't rule the house... That's, Please don't let your kids rule the house. That's that's what happens is things get out of order, and then kids think that they have more authority in the home than they actually do. But Which it happens backwards. when we don't follow through on discipline. When we say things, we've got to mean them because then we're 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 being honest, we're being truthful. I mean, I, there's been things that our kids have done, and I'll look at them and I'll say, "Excuse me, sir or ma'am, we don't do that." I don't care what everybody else is doing, but they know what I mean when I say that because, like in the last session, we talked about we, expectations. We communicated expectations. And then there's follow-through. If I say you're getting your phone taken away, I take their phone away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's work, though, because then they're whining in my face about getting their phone back or whatever the the case may be. It's ridiculous. You know, but then there's more follow-through, and, and it's just, <laughs> this sounds silly. Guess what, guys? It's time-consuming to parent your children. What? It's time-consuming. And you've got to set what you want aside. My mind is blown. But it's true. It's so true. But we we miss that, and we totally well, overlook How many that times do because we? Because we have this picturesque fam like family, and we're like, this is what it's going to be. And we think that you just arrive accidentally at a great family, and you don't. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I mean, how many times have you and I been annoyed that we have to put down our phone or put down the TV remote or go and do something? When we don't want to. I mean, I haven't. Really? That's not true. I thought we were being honest on the podcast with Matt and Curie. We're talking real. (laughs) We are talking real. Yes, I do. I don't want to put down my phone. I don't want to, you know, after a long day of dealing with the the stuff that I deal with at work, I don't want to go home and deal with more drama or garbage or crap from the Mm -hmm. kids. But we had them. We did have And it's our responsibility to raise them. And I think we have to think of it that way. We have to think of these lives that we're stewarding that, that God gave us to, we, and, and, and if there's one thing we've learned over the last 16 years is how fast it goes. Oh my God. And every season is so fast. Somebody said something, um, that just really stuck with me. They said, as a mom or as a parent, the days are long, but the years are fast. The, the years are short. And we've seen that so That's much. so true. And, and so whatever season you're in, just know it feels long. But when you look back in a year, you're going to be like, wow, that went fast. It's, it, it is so and, fast. And I remember people telling us that when we were younger mm-hmm. and, uh, and just not even being able to comprehend no. that at all. It's worth it to invest the time right now in the discipline aspect of it and be intentional in that because you're going to reap the rewards later. You know, and that's, that's one thing I will say that um, I, we, we're, we're kind of talking about discipline and and I think that when, you know, we we mention discipline, you think that it is always, you know, I, I've got to be getting on to my kids and, and you know, setting them straight. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> setting them straight and all of these things. But but the 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 bottom line is is we want to work when they're younger because I'm telling you what, we've got We've got relationships now that are dealing with teenagers and teenage stuff that that I can't even imagine us dealing mm-hmm. with, number one, because our kids just aren't there. But uh, it's because we committed to the discipline mm-hmm. when they were younger. And so we, like last night, uh, the kids, 
it was their it was their first couple of days of school, and so we're sitting out and having family dinner, which we still have family dinners as often as we can. And uh, and anybody, even Cooper driving him, uh, getting out of a family dinner, that's not an option because mm-hmm. that's an expectation that we have, and he doesn't even ask. They mm-hmm. don't like if we're doing family dinner, he doesn't even ask to do something else because he knows that this is what we value and it's an expectation. Yeah. Anyway, we're sitting around the table and we're just talking about the first couple of days and man, they're telling stories and we're all laughing and cutting up. And it was, it was the moment that you dream of as a parent, honestly. Yeah. Like it was just so fun. Everybody actually ate their dinner. Which is it a miracle. Was, yeah, which is a miracle. It's literally, it was, <laughs> it was the moment that you dream of. But, uh, but, but ultimately you don't get that without those disciplined moments. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as they're coming up. And so, man, commit to it because I'm telling you, it is absolutely worth it. And mom and dad, listen, you can do it. And you, you can, can start now. You can start right now. Leading into the third thing that we're going to talk about, um, kind of to connect the two, I think one of the things that we got some really great advice on early on was to f- catch them doing things right. Yeah, that's so good. And to really encourage them when we see them doing things that we like or that we're proud of to communicate that in the way that they feel the most loved. And that's the third thing is to intentionally love your kids. And you might be like, duh, what is, but really, what does that look like? Do they need quality time? Do they need words of affirmation? Do they need gifts? That's what our youngest loves is gifts, you know, or, um, just physical touch hugs. And we've got a cuddler one. He just loves to be hugged. He loves to be, um, you know, touched and his back rubbed. I wake him up every morning and I scratch his back and I rub his back for a minute just cause I know that's how he feels loved. Yeah, that's and I think that's so good because last episode we talked about um, how we took Emery on a trip and we took the boys on a trip and 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 that was that was kind of like in the season that they're in it kind of just really showed them love. Mm-hmm. But for Lila Jane, our youngest, like she wouldn't have appreciated a trip. What she no. appreciated was being taken here right here at Lincoln mm-hmm. to get her nails done. Yeah. You know, taking her to breakfast. You know what she loved her. the most? Oh, tell this. I She was sending me pictures of backpacks for weeks. And it's not her year to get a backpack. We do every two years you get a new backpack. Every other year you get a new backpack. And so I ordered one that she wanted and I didn't tell her. And it came in the mail addressed to her. And so when I was at work, <laughs> I, she t- called me and I said, you just open it and you can see what it is. And I think that meant more to her than anything else was, was that backpack. She went She went to Illinois, and she spent a week with her grandparents. She went swimming, hung out with friends every day. But the highlight of her summer was getting the stupid backpack <laughs> to go back to school because that's her love language. Yeah. And, so, and so I think that that's the thing that we've had to learn was uh, we thought parenting was kind of this cookie-cutter deal where, okay, if uh, and, and honestly, mom, I love you, but uh, my mom does this. She she thinks that if I do for one, then I have to do for everyone. And honestly, I love Andy Stanley, uh, pastors of church in, in Atlanta, Georgia. He says, that's the lie that the lunch lady told. If I do it for one, then I got to do it for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's not true because the way that our oldest feels loved is not the way that any of our other kids feel loved. Well, and Lila really taught us that because right. the older three are pretty they're, similar. They're more similar. And they all kind of grew yeah. up together and we had three babies all at once. Right. But Lila's so different from the other three that it made us realize, okay, we've got to figure out a different way it to was, parent her. It was her. almost like this aha, like, oh, man, parenting is not this 
one size fits all, mm-hmm. uh, you know, s- yeah. s- deal. And you know what? I think you might be like, man, how do I know that? Here's the, the key is back to number one, intentionally communicate. Just ask them. Yeah. And I've asked my kids, how do you feel most loved? Yeah. And they look at me like I'm crazy, but then we have a conversation about it. Or do you feel loved? I'll just say, do you feel loved enough? Do you feel valued? You know, and they're like, mama, I don't want to. Okay. But really, how do you feel most loved? How do you feel most valued? What would you like to do if we were to spend some time together? Just talk to them and ask them. You don't have to guess. And and we've also asked them, we've, we've also asked them crazy questions like, Hey, what would, what would you like to do? Where would you like to go? What Mm -hmm. would you like to be involved? And, and Hey, do you feel like there are any areas that, that mom and I are really missing it, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in our parenting and mama, Mama, mama. Yeah, we do say mama. I said mom for the sake of the podcast and maybe, I don't know. Whatever. That's my rule. But I don't respond to mom. Yeah, we do mama and daddy in our house because <laughs> they're born Southern. And we so got to hold on to we're something. Trying, we're, we're holding on to that <laughs> one thing, you know, um, and so that's it. But, yeah. but guys, I'm telling you, if uh, we just really believe that if you can if you can implement some of these, what we believe are foundational pieces yeah. in, in, in parenting. Number, I mean, be on the same page, obviously. With, uh, with, with one another, but intentionally communicate, intentionally discipline, and intentionally love your kids, you're going to build a foundation mm-hmm. that's going to be the launching pad for their future and the legacy that you're going to leave. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And it's the greatest investment you can make. Absolutely. There is nothing more important. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the thing. You know, if you have to set some things down, if you have to set work aside, if you have to set, you know, some other things aside to focus on this for a little while, I think it's, you will learn it's the most valuable, most wonderful investment you can make. Even if you have to say no to some things that look good for them in the moment mm-hmm. for something that will bring uh, that will bring long-term rewards, it's worth it. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. Yeah. But uh, but it's absolutely worth it. Guys, we are so glad that you joined us for the Real Talk with Matt and Carrie podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Carrie. And we'll talk to you soon. See you later. No. Thank you again for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. 